right, man. Let's do this, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, man. You hopped on with the allergies, man. You oh, all right man. over there? Oh, cool. All right, cool. Man. I mean, if you say so. If you, look you, like say a, so. you look like you're in a Jacques Cousteau video or something. Don't I, though? I can't figure out lighting for nothing. <laughs> My octopus teacher. <laughs> if I could figure out lighting, I, just, I don't know, man. It escapes me. It's one of those things, man, where like you're supposed to know what you're doing, but you don't. So then you just don't. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the story, right? I don't even know. I don't even know what I just said. I just know my lighting is always bad. Your headphones. And I always forget to put the headphones up. in. They do, but they're coming off. All right. Sorry, guys. I did this last show. Did not learn my lesson. Sorry. Almost. <laughs> what a way to start the show. <laughs> uh, all right. Try not to make me laugh because at some point I'm going to laugh and then just a snot bubble. Is just... <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shout out to MF Doom. I think the only person to use snot bubbles in a lyric. All right. <laughs> Kev, what's, what's good, bro? What's good, man? Nothing. Just just trying to breathe. Huh? <laughs> just I'm trying. <laughs> I um Yeah, a lot of interesting things uh pre-show to discuss, but let's get started with the opening question. <laughs> Very simple. Allergies, Kev? Oh. Yeah. Gardening again, man? No. Or outside no. outside working in the lawn again? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It may be that we just, you know, kicked into AC season. Oh, no. That's the so, worst. Six months of dust. <laughs> it's raining oh, down upon me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's AC fun. season is, is ACC. Oh, man. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Damn. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, it's going down. It's going down. As soon as the air conditioner comes on, it's over. All right. Cool. So you've been dealing with this for what? The whole weekend? Kind of. On and off, yeah. You ever sneeze so much that you start sweating? Yes. I have. I've lost like 5, 10 pounds just from sneezing. (laughs) Hey, maybe that's the new secret. (laughs) (laughs) It's the new dietary secret. Just sneeze. Um, all right. Well, man, I had an interesting weekend. Oh, yeah? Um, what'd you do? I mean, a nice weekend. I don't want to say interesting. Like, interesting makes it sound like it wasn't. You know, when people say interesting, it's like it wasn't yeah, really that cool. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we turned the word interesting into like shade. Like, we turned everything into shade. Yeah. Yeah. We're that generation. But, uh, DJ at Keepers in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, How'd that shout go? Shout out to JP. It was dope, but I got to tell you something that, that's funny. Is I, everyone out there maskless, licking each other? <laughs> I don't know about licking each other, but... <laughs> um, yeah, COVID is gone, bro. Ain't no COVID. Uh-oh. Ain't no COVID no more, man. We outside now. That's that's what we doing. We in the build, whatever, man. We just... Ain't no COVID. What? Who said COVID? What? Where? But, um... Nah, people outside. They they was you know safe distance or whatever. I'm joking, but um, 
you know, there are moments where it was like, well, this is, I think it's inevitable. It's unavoidable. Once you go outside into a situation like that, where you're playing music and I I just, people are going to call mingle at some point and it's just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Darts at a dartboard at that point. Like I, you know, ooh, might have, it might not. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. Okay. So it's a brunch, right? If y'all ever get a chance, Keepers in Los Angeles, 200 South Los Angeles Street on the corner of Los Angeles and 2nd uh, near little, in the little Tokyo district. Um, great food, great environment. Um, it's nice, very nice restaurant, man. Like it's, it's gorgeous. It was a beautiful day, Saturday. Um, for those of y'all who listened to the show who also came out, thank y'all so much. It was, it, we had a ball. We had a, we had a great time. But it was a brunch. Right. And the, and the rules in Los Angeles right now are basically nobody came. People ain't supposed to be dancing together. Right. So that's that's that. That's definitely not social distancing. Right. So the rules. So P tells me, yo. No dancing. So I'll, I'll put together a loungy set like, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's beats, but it ain't like I'm not trying to pick it up past like 92 BPMs. When I got to that edge, I'm like, ah, we got to bring it back. You know, what I mean, because we don't mm-hmm. want to get it. Get it sure. cracking. <laughs> JP goes on after me and just plays the R&B party set. <laughs> People are dancing at their table. So now I'm like, I look like the most boring DJ on the planet. <laughs> like, wow, he got to just rock. So I came on and rocked. Like, I was like, all right, well, we're we going we gonna to do this. We're going to get into, you know, a lot of this whatever, right? But by that time, people was like, "Man, you already trash. Like, we we're not gonna dance to nothing you play." So it, it's 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 one of these things, right? You guys were going back and forth then. No, no, no. He went for like I went for an hour. He well, he went on like ten something, and when I got there at eleven forty five, I went on and for an hour. Then he went on for an hour, mm-hmm. and then I closed out or whatever. No, I mean, I'm joking about trash, but but it was like certain tables was like not really rocking like they was rocking his and i was like i can feel it like ah he was rocking and now you not rocking and the other tables was rocking so it was it was all good but note to all of y'all don't 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 burn your phone like this come on p come on p you put me you put me out there man you you, you put me out there p <laughs> there's no rules <laughs> there's no rules man <laughs> Nah, I, I gotta I gotta confess. I I just was not prepared for for that type of jam. So I just was I had to switch into into you know metal. Everybody drinking brunch mode. Let's go. <laughs> I, got, I literally had to switch, man. I had like all sorts of smooth, smooth R and B slash hip. I had it all lined up, yo. And Najee, I was like playing some <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> it was saxophones in my joints. I was like, I, I, had, I didn't even go back to that folder. I was like, that folder is dead. Like, I was like, HBCU graduation folder. Like, I switched straight, <laughs> straight to that one. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I forgot oh to ask man, you about that. Yeah, yeah. We I dope, saw that. Man. I was like, oh, dope. That's oh, that's right. That's not too far away. Maybe we can. No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going. Anywhere. Man, I figured. Yeah, I was like, fun. but I did play a lot of Capsicota uh, Heat as well, though. That oh, Casanova right. joint be getting them, boy. Don't matter who they are. Yeah, you can't so, put. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, that, that, that's that's some heat. You have to dance. Yeah, you don't have no choice. Unless you know, track life is playing it. 
if JP played it, maybe they'd hold it. <laughs> were there kids right, in the me, house? What you said? Were my kids there? No, were were there children there? Yes, there were. I, yeah, but yeah, there were. Um, Did you get to call the cops? Ones. Did you get to call the cops on any parents letting their children wear masks? Like Tucker Carlson told us to. I saw that. I didn't put that on the rundown, but I did saw. He <laughs> said, "Call child protective services and keep calling till someone shows up." <laughs> oh man, we got we got we got um, a couple goofies to talk about. So let's just jump into yeah. the other side, man. You ready, Kev? Yep. yep. All right, man. Me with the burn DJ set. Let's move on. Y'all ready? Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. DJ The Wave. <laughs> Is that still a thing out here? The Wave? Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like a dentist you office your, in your car. Yeah, in your car all day, all day, <laughs> all day. Dentist office. <laughs> um, well, did I turn my? I thought I would turn my recording off. My bad. Um, I so yeah, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, if you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasts and platforms. If you'd like to catch us on your television, you can go to BTSN, that's Behind the Scenes Network, on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. You just download the app or channel, click on that. We are right there. We got our own section and everything. Rap Sucks Radio on BTSN. We want in. All right. So speaking of goofies that we got to talk about, man, let's let's uh Ooh. let's let's jump into into this. And this is it. This is it. I chose this article deliberately, whatever. Um Kev, who got a chill this week, man? Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Now, Tim Scott had the chill a, a, a week ago, but we had to get into, into my man John uh, Pentland real quick. Mm-hmm. But um, my topic we're title not exactly for this on is, the cutting edge. Yeah, we're not. We just, I mean, we deliver the news when we feel like it. How about that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that would be my news show. Got, yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not breaking. You got to yeah, pull it out, breaking. put it in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> a little wet paper towel doo-doo, on doo-doo, it. Doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. <laughs> Rap sucks radio. We deliver the news when we feel like it. Right. <laughs> Broken news. <laughs> um, my topic title for this is it ain't racist, <laughs> but it is hella racist though. <laughs> um, so before I get into the article I chose for this, there is a bit of a backstory for those of you guys who are unfamiliar with who Tim Scott is. Tim Scott is a South Carolina senator who um <laughs> First, I'm who who spoke the the GOP rebuttal to uh, Joe Biden's 100 day speech, 100 days in speech. Now, Kev, have these rebuttals been going on my whole life, or are they something that has just gone over the last like 10 years or so? I I don't know about your whole life since you're hella old, but um, you, <laughs> they definitely have been going on for quite a long time, and it's a terrible <laughs> job. It's like a terrible. It's like a, a terrible mission to be <laughs> sent out on because it's a difficult right. thing to pull off. Yeah. So technically, yeah. he probably did a, a, a you know, he did what he well, came, he got came there to do. The problem is that the thing that he came there to do was be silly. 
Yeah, it was ridiculous. Succeed. So Tim Scott on in his GOP rebuttal to uh Joe Biden's 100 days in, what he's accomplished or whatever, uh was in in his speech he said America's not a racist country. Full quote. America is not a racist country. Tim Scott is a black senator, the only black senator, correct? Oh yeah. No, the he's only the, the only black GOP. He's the senator. whole yeah, he's he's the okay. whole black caucus in the Senate. <laughs> okay. Um uh representing On South Carolina. Side. Yeah. Yeah, only black Republican um senator um which actually speaks a lot of volumes about his statement, but I pulled out this article cuz in the follow-up interview this is uh what Tim Scott wants in a non-racist country, right? Tim Scott wants police reform because he's been stopped 18 times for driving while black. Now look. Listen. I don't know what his definition of racist is. <laughs> but if if you can say that you want to reform the police department nationally because you yourself have been stopped 18 times and you could count them <laughs> for driving while black. God talk. How not racist is the country you live in? I mean, unless the police department only exists in South Carolina, like a small, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, fam. Like you are, anyway, new source for this is Newsweek. The players involved in Tim Scott um, <laughs> and the non-racist racettes. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst it's the, did you play them yesterday in your set <laughs> Tim Scott and the non-racist race sets uh, <laughs> uh, F black folks get money um, alright Senator Tim Scott a South Carolina Republican said during a Sunday interview that uh, he asked to take the lead on the GOP efforts to reforming police in uh, the U.S. because he's personally been stopped 18 times for driving while black in a non-racist country. Uh, Scott, the only current black Republican senator, has been meeting and negotiating with Democratic colleagues to hammer out significant police reform legislation in a non-racist country. The effort to pass police reform began last year in the wake of the killing of George Floyd, an unarmed black man by former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, who was convicted of the murder in a grand jury trial last month in a non-racist country. One of the reasons, this is Tim Scott speaking, one of the reasons why I asked to lead the police uh, reform conversation on my side of the aisle is because I have. I personally understand the pain of being stopped 18 times driving while black. Scott told CBS News, Face the Nation, the GOP senator went on to say that he's also seen the beauty of police. Kev, check this contrast out. So he's been stopped 18 times for driving while black. That's the, that's the dark side of police, right? Okay. The beauty, quote unquote, of police officers' action is pointing out how they go door to door with him on Christmas morning to deliver presents to kids in the most underserved communities. Just like Nino Brown. <laughs> oh, he could have done better on the beauty side. I think uh, he said he thinks he'd bring equilibrium to the conversation, Kev. Um, he's uh, now with all that being said, he said, um, I've been stopped several times in the last three years in the Capitol and on the streets throughout the country. I'm not having the conversation about theory or philosophy he says, in a non-racist country. 
uh, Scott had previously highlighted his experience being stopped for driving while black in a Senate floor speech back in 2016 in a non-racist country. At that time, he said he'd been stopped by police seven times, um, which would mean that he's been stopped 11 more times in a non-racist country. Imagine the frustration, <laughs> the irritation, the sense of loss of dignity that accompanies each of those stops, Scott said in a non-racist country. I'm, I was doing nothing more than driving a new car in the wrong neighborhood or some other reason just as trivial, Scott pointed out in 2016 in a non-racist country. Kev? He is a, he is a bad apple magnet. He's putting double-digit numbers on the board. Man. Man. In four hmm. years, he put up, in five years, he put up 11 more stops. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a, those are Hall of Fame stats. Yo, it's Will Chamberlain numbers, bro. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Kevin, you said he's a bad apple magnet. God, <laughs> dog, that's the, that should have been the title of this. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, okay, so I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I, I wonder how I would explain this to Scott. So, okay, so the country itself is not racist. Which, to be fair, to be fair, I think in in desperation, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris actually went on to agree with him on. And I was like, yo, come on, y'all, just don't do this. Don't, 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 don't do this, y'all. Like, chill out. Like, everybody, sit down. You know what I mean? This is where not fan man needs to come in and be like, all right, listen, we, <laughs> we, y'all, y'all, y'all got to learn how to how to deal with these things. Um, of course, this is the talk of the town. You have a black man saying the country is not racist. Um, everyone is every. I've never seen so many uh, people in love with a black man before. This is the, you know, he's literally the Magic Johnson of the country at this point. Um, and I say that with the love for Magic Johnson, not the idiocy that Tim Scott is doing. Uh, but I don't know. I guess it's too simple for me to explain. How could the country not be racist when its law enforcement is doing is is profiling racially? I, I don't know. Is that is the show over now? Like, do we just turn the mics <laughs> off? And because <laughs> it seems like that's the end. Well, that's the problem. How, how do you put that? That's the problem, you know. He's that's not equilibrium. That's just that's just delusion. You know, if you want to bring delusion to the conversation, you have done a mighty fine job of doing that, Tim Scott. <laughs> hey, we'll stop you eighteen times, but we will give bring you gifts on Christmas, though. Yeah, yeah. He gets stopped two more times, and I think he gets a free Subway sandwich. <laughs> A free donut <laughs> <laughs> for real listen um i'm gonna take this a different direction uh because i, I like to bring equilibrium to no nah, i don't really <laughs> um but all right so this country is so racist that everybody's active like everybody buys into the act and that, that's been my thing about america the the oppressed the oppressive nature of america is that we all buy into the oppression and we all want to enact it on other people right so you have of course the last year's worth really centuries worth but more recently high uh climaxed 
uh, racist against Asian Americans and uh, Pacific Islanders, um, resulting in three recent deaths. Uh, now, I'm, would I say all of these have been at the hands of white people? No, actually, this has been these have been at the hands of Black Americans, um, Mexican, Hispanic, Latino Americans. This is and also white Americans. So. Again, this is not one of those things where we say America's racist because it's white. No, America's racist because it's racist. And fundamentally, we bought into this racism. We brought into this oppressive ideal. Matter of fact, if you look at even the idea of, and it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you stand on this on, but there's a discussion about uh, California recently didn't pass the uh, recent affirmative action bill. Now, a lot of that discussion and argument was that that bill itself was racist. Now, you can choose whatever side you want, but the fact of the matter is, and something that may or may not be, or was an incredibly important conversation over the last 20 years, the idea of racism is what has stopped it. So clearly racism is on our hearts and minds in almost every decision that we make in this country, largely because this country is, in fact, racist, right? We argue segregation. We argue whether segregation is a real thing or should continue. We've done a lot of things in this country because the country is racist. Now, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I do want to point out that we all participate in it. We all participate in the prejudices of this country to the point where we feel like you have to earn your way into being an American because, well, technically we're racist as hell. That's, that's the key, right? Because we don't really ask certain people of a certain hue to earn their Americanism, but people of another hue have to earn their Americanism. Why? Because we live in a racist country. Now, how much more needs to be really said about that? It's not racist because it's white. That's not the direct, the whole thing. It's racist because white people are here. Like, I get it, but that's not the answer. It's racist because, well, initially, white folks started it, but then we all were like, the only way to make it is to be like whatever the oppressive rule of white supremacy. White supremacy made it, so we're going to make it the same way. Right. If you ask me, that in and of itself is is the whole argument, uh, and you know, opposing argument to Tim Scott. Yes, this is a racist country, and all of us need to look in the mirror and be like, "Damn, damn, like, yeah." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my biases make you know. Uh, are the cause for a lot of my decision making. Last point here, Kev. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm rambling on, but my last point here is a lot of the argument about this racist country is that you can't stop people from having bias, right? So we we tend to want to attack these things on a larger scale, which we should, right? We should attack uh, political reform, of course, uh, police reform, of course. Uh, the criminal justice system reform or total justice system reform. We should we should attack all of that, right? But the reality is individual racism, racism to a man, is the is the linchpin for all of that, right? If I in fact am a prejudiced or racist person and someone comes across my desk as a person that I you know I'm supposed to am interviewing to hire and I do not hire them because they are whatever other race that I hate or dislike or am prejudiced against well then there you have it there's racism in the in in employment if I am a judge and I have particular biases against a particular group of people and I judge them harsher than I judge other people that is an individual race race uh, individual prejudice that is now enacting itself uh or playing out playing itself out in the judicial system so 
we do have to stop people from having biases. <laughs> like that's to be the end of the story. And you don't stop that by standing up and pretending like there's not a problem. All right. That's my speech. That's my rebuttal speech. There you go. Kev, all you. Yeah, I think we're, you know, we talk about this a lot, almost to the point, I, I, I would imagine a lot of people who have been with us for, for a long time would naturally get a little bit tired of hearing it every single week. Mm-hmm. But then we hear stuff like this every single week, you know? <laughs> we're not out here, like, in the streets, freedom fighters, you know, we're just talking. Right. Um, but it was funny because it reminded me of something, or or when we were talking about it just now, at dinner tonight, my kid, she starts saying something, and I see a teachable moment, and start sort of talking to her, and almost the second I start talking, she goes, can we change the subject? Because I don't even think you understand what I'm saying, and I don't even know what we're talking about anywhere, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, Wow. Like you don't you, you don't even want to listen. <laughs> I said that's that's your first mistake. But she's eight. There are grown adults. We happen to watch them here in America. I think they're everywhere in the world. Who don't want to have these conversations? You know what I mean? Who don't want to really own up to what what? Uh, and it, that's the wrong phrase. Not own up. Who don't want to contend with the realities of our history. Our collective history. Um, and it's not just one thing. It's not just an individual committing a racist act on one occasion. That's why when you hear the, you, you, you might, if you cringe when you hear the phrase systemic racism, mm-hmm. the next time you hear it, if it makes you cringe, stop and try and understand what are all the things that go into that system. Because right. it's not just the one thing. It's not just the police officer who, who is having a bad day, who treats somebody a certain way. Um, and we're really good at trying to isolate and just focus in on one particular actor. Uh, we're really good at focusing in on the most digestible tidbit of information. Um, for example, in Georgia with the voting law. We're really, it's it's really easy to understand that that's not that's fundamentally nonsensical and unfair to not allow people to pass out water to folks who are standing in line one because they shouldn't even be standing in line but two that's just sort of that's inhumane that's right. just that's just not uncool mm-hmm. but there there are other parts of that bill there's one in particular that's that's very detrimental not just to uh, the the you know the black vote or the 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 uh, non-white vote in Georgia, but the fact that they the state legislature can just overturn the election that's kind of a bigger deal, right? And I don't know if there is a conspiracy theory in this or if it's just a fact that like many other things, they know that we're silly enough to digest the water mm. part of things. And really latch on to that at the detriment of having a conversation about the systemic problem that they are inserting into this 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 um, legislation that could really actually affect the vote in, in, in a way that you can't you simply can't overcome by toughing it out and committing to standing in line for four hours to cast right. your ballot, even if it's hot, right. even if it's even if you're hungry, even if you're tired, even if you just got off work, it doesn't matter. You could theoretically get over that hump 
as a person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think like what he was talking about in this speech has a lot to do. He says that he said had a line about making people feel like kids feel like they are the oppressor. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know if I connected it because of this today. I saw something about Mitch McConnell saying that he was going to somehow prevent or make it unlawful to teach. I don't know about the quote unquote 1619 project or just the factual elements of that, that, that are not disputed at all. Right. Mm -hmm. The actual history and greater totality of what has happened in this country that happened in a lot of other countries too. Um, and I feel like that's, that's where you start to get in this, this zone where, Hey, nobody's attacking your children. Right. Nobody should be, but nobody should be attacking my children either. But that doesn't mean that my children shouldn't learn. It doesn't mean that when my child says, Oh, can we change the subject? Cause I don't even think you understand what, what I'm with what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's not acceptable. I, That's not acceptable. Yeah. So, you know, and the fact that if we're not always trying to teach something new and, and we're not trying to push our children to learn something new, then then there's no point in us being here. You know, right. if, if, cause you haven't taught them everything they need to know. That's why you turned out the way you did. Tim Scott. Many things and many blessings in his life came along that allowed him to get from a very difficult situation as a child to being a U.S. senator. And I don't, mm. it doesn't matter that he's the only black Republican U.S. senator. Also, although it should, mm -hmm. although it should tell him something and it should it tell should. all the other uh, 49, what is it, 48, 49 Republican senators that there might be an issue in the party, one would think. But no. Uh, let's change the subject because we don't want to think about it. <laughs> it's like, dude, you know, and the thing about him and, and the, the police um, or, you know, policing legislation that bothers me in the same vein is that uh, I think his major quarrel was with qualified immunity. If people mm. do something wrong and, and we can hold them to account for that in a way that is fair, people will believe that it's more fair. Right. But qualified immunity allows cops to to not be individually liable for for mm -hmm. certain acts that they commit, and that's an oversimplification. But um, you know, I don't think that's why they do what they do. But sure, it's what allows it to continue. I I, I truly believe. Well, there was there was a a, a minor debate, Kev, with the allergy. Was that a, was that a quiet sneeze? How did you do that? It was interesting. Um, the there was a, a minor debate <laughs> um, where police officers were upset with LeBron James for speaking out, and um, right. My argument was really, you know, saying that it would cause violence against police officers, and I was like, you know, it's really interesting that after hundreds of years of ignored brutality, you would think that LeBron James would be the reason somebody would want to punch you in your face. Like, it, it's it's not, you know, not that it, they should, anybody should be, but if, if, if the people chose violence, it won't be because LeBron James said so. 
it, it'll be the years of of underlying oppression, systematic oppression, systematic racism, uh, to at times just overt and direct racism, community poisoning, all of the all of the above. It won't just be. It won't be because Kanye said so or LeBron. Like to put it on a celebrity or Maxine Waters, you know, who's not a celebrity but a politician. But it ain't gonna be, you know, one of them. It'll be all of the reasons that have led up to this point that we're discussing, you know, weekly on this show. And yeah, and I don't even think we got well. into the actual. We we kind of made fun of the situation with LeBron last week, but. I may be reading into this from a different angle or from my angle that's obviously has a certain point of view, but I, my assumption was that what he was saying was you're the next one who's going to go to jail. Correct. Right. Yes. Not you're the, cause you're next. What? Nothing happens to these guys. So if he right. said you're next to do what? To get free, <laughs> to get let out on the street, to do the same thing again. Right. You know, the, um, yeah. I understand why he took it down, and he explained better than I ever could why he took it down. Should he should he have done it? That's up to him. I I wasn't disappointed in him for taking it down, but it's also the situation where you look at stuff like that, and then and then you get the the I think a former LAPD cop who wrote the letter to him that seemed mm -hmm. to be you know somewhat of an olive branch, and then it it's just this whole everything is is everything is your face that's my reaction to just everything is that <laughs> because so all of a sudden this cop for being a human a normal human who happened to also been a been a cop um wrote words that were not telling him to shut up and dribble or calling him the n-word all of a sudden he's a hero and then what's her name on espn um jamel hill no, 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 not Jamel. Sa is it, what's her name? Well, Sage Steel? Yeah, Sage. Yeah, Sage Steel. Yeah. So she she like, looked at it as a positive um reaction, you know, a positive development. And I think she she like put prayer hairs prayer, prayer hands up or whatever in her in her response to the tweet. And she and then she gets in trouble for doing that from people who understandably said this is not this guy's not the savior or whatever, you know. And we just keep doing this. But what the the thing that I the thing I have a problem with is that the cops, um, those white folks who are offended by um, accurate historical education or who are offended by uh, Dr. Seuss or Mr. Potato Head or whatever, you know, they hate when anyone else gets sensitive about something, like getting killed for no reason. Mm -hmm. But when they get sensitive for words or for not being allowed to do racist stuff, all of a sudden, that's that's their that's the extent of their oppression. The oppression right. placed upon their shoulders is I'm 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 not being allowed to be as sensitive as I should be about something that's completely trivial and silly. Mm -hmm. And it's it's you know it's it, it does get tiring. Well, it's been uh the countdown to when Gina Serrano says something that matters. <laughs> still the clock is still ticking. You can still speak on something that legitimately has some weight. Right? <laughs> nope. You're talking about not being able to talk. All right, cool. Talk about what? 
Nothing. That's right. Nothing. And that's that's what she represents to me is the people you're talking about where I just want to be able to say something. What? I just want to be able to call my neighbor fat without anybody being mad at me. That's the extent of it. That's what happens. That's what we're doing now. I, this yeah, that, is where the, this is you what, know what I'm waiting for. Okay, like this. I'm waiting for her to knock out Ben Shapiro on a movie set somewhere. That'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like they they the movie they're gonna do. You know, it's gonna be something off. You know, real off <laughs> off kilter like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. King Kong, the romance, in love with the monkey man. <laughs> oh, Starring a man in blackface. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, it's, no, no, it's just gorilla makeup. Yeah. Oh, All right. That's, that's, I'm just ready for it. I'm ready for these, like, edgy, you know, well, why don't we bring minstrel shows back? Like, why are you so offended? Like, I'm, it's, it's on its way. But... These are the things they're fighting for. They're, they're not fighting. And, and this shows you the comfort level, right? right? The level of oppression. On one side, you have people fighting against years of brutality. And I'd, I'd like to interject something that a lot of us know, but I think a few of us don't know. And that is like police brutality is not something that's come up in the last 10 years. This has been forever, <laughs> Like, this is, I like to, I always like to remove, and people don't like when I do this, but I always like to remove slavery from the conversation. And the reason why is because, you know, you get these weird arguments. Well, it's been over for some of you, you know, so I like to remove the ability to interject a stupid argument. Now, mind you, slavery should never be overall removed. But what I like to do is I like to say, hey, this was happening to free American citizens. Because then your whole, you know, flag in the air and like it just don't care thing starts to kind of crumble right because you if you watch black folks be hang uh, hung and the sheriff was the one who set it up bro we talking we going back we going back to that we going back through profiling we going back profiling ain't just new to say something that just started happening in in 99 or, or 2010 or 11 or whenever you think it just started like or when black lives matter started like First, there was no problem with the police whatsoever, right? Then Black Lives Matter started. And then these problems with the police started. It's like, no, dog, this has been happening forever. My, my their generations, my grandfather had stories about dealing with the police. And we teach, we've been teaching our children how to deal with the police since forever. You know what I'm saying? So none of this is new. So why are we pretending like these are issues that don't need to be discussed? Right. And police are being very sensitive about this, in my opinion. Um, you know, GoFundMe's to help them with. And I'm like, but why are you just not upset with the people that are the people in your ranks that are causing the problem? That's what you ask the community to do. Right. If I'm profiled right. and pulled over, your thing is, well, why are you not upset with the criminals that we're looking for that are ruining? OK, well, wait, 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 wait. now you're being profiled. I'm asking you the same question. Why are you not upset with the police officers that are causing the problem? You know why? Because that's a nonsense explanation to begin with that's why and now that the shoe is on the other foot you don't know how to live with it you're emotional you're carl thomas on the cover right now you know what i mean 
And you got you to figure it out. You got to get out of your feelings. You got to get away from your sensitivity. And you have to recognize that this has been a problem for over 100 years. And now we're actually being like, no, we are going to beat this door down at this point. Because we can't do another 100 years of this. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I, I think it's real simple. Up until about 40 years ago, 50 years ago, any old person could do what the cops are doing. Right. With impunity, just about. Yeah. Relative impunity. Yeah. The only ones left who are allowed to do some of these, and I'm not talking about every cop. I'm talking about all 18 of the But it's so ridiculous that that over has Tim to Scott. even it's be like said. That the, they're... They're the ones who are allowed to do this. And we have to wonder, are they guilty? Did you see him doing it? He was on camera. <laughs> but is it gonna but how's the verdict gonna go? And then the sentencing. It's like no, they should bury him under the, the, the jail. What but what we do what? have to wonder because we do we don't know. We don't. But I'm 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 asking this question, Kevin. Um, what more evidence do you need than the recent situation we discussed where the Long Beach police officers, former and current, were attempting, were putting together an assassination attempt for black leaders in, in Los Angeles and also possibly leadership in Long Beach. What yeah. more do you need? What more, what more information do you need than just that? Just that alone tells you the impunity that they feel like they can operate with. Do they did this like live on Facebook, like Typing it like thumbs active because who who gonna stop us? I tell you what, you take away that that pension. Well, you know, I'm, I mean, you know, you make people make mistakes. Things things can happen in the heat of the moment. I understand that, but guess what? If a really really bad thing happens in the heat of the moment, everyone else has to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else knows that they need to be held responsible for it. Or they need to go to a non-extradition country and stop bothering everybody here. Mm-hmm. These guys make multiple mistakes of the same nature, and there's a pattern, and yet it I we have to distinguish between them doing it because they know they're not gonna really get punished, or that they can go to a, the next city over and get hired to do the exact same job, maybe for more money. And and whether they're just Maybe they're just not good at their job, or maybe they're just not good at being good people. Well, you know, there's... and maybe it's more. Maybe it's all of the above. I, I don't know, but but um, there are certain. There seems it seems like there are certain things that you could do to 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 discourage that kind of behavior a little bit more than we're doing right now. Well, Kev, uh, recently a police officer who mocked LeBron James in a um, in a video said that he has good cops that are quitting the force because it just doesn't there's no value in being a police officer anymore and I'm like mm-hmm. that's cowardly you know you're a punk right I think just it's so nonsense. you know I think it's BS too oh I think it's definitely BS but I'm saying if that is what you were doing as a police officer you're a coward you are a coward you know what I'm saying I cannot operate with impunity so I'm quitting look I've worked in like nightclubs long enough to remember when they were called nightclubs. Right? The way 
that police act when you were let out of a club at two in the morning, not just to black folks, man, to young women, to so I have a person that I'm very close to. A police officer pulled her over, took a picture of her with his cell phone, and let her go. When she asked, hey, what, what was that all about? You could, he said, you can get this ticket, you can go to jail, or you could drive away. I mean, look, again, well, that's hearsay. Okay, fine. You can say that if you want, but there's there's dozens, hundreds, thousands of similar stories where a person joins your ranks to be a unimpeded jerk, right? To be a uncontested racist. They're, they're in your ranks. You got to care about that. But instead... You want to mock LeBron James. Right. You want to big up Tim Scott for for pandering to you. Because that's what he's doing. He's pandering. He won a presidential run. He's pandering. He's pandering to be president. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Republicans, uh, I'll put it this way. They might do it. They might do it. Just a one up. And and here's the thing, you're not gonna solve anything by putting a panderer into the into that situation. A, a, a person who just out of his out of the right side of his mouth, this country ain't racist and out the left side of his mouth. I've been stopped 18 times with being black. I don't know what y'all want to do, man. Like y'all don't want to fix the problem because you benefit from the problem. And the only time it's mattered to you is when you stopped benefiting or when you came into question. And now we got to talk about racism. Well, like I said, like I said several episodes ago, a man can say that he, a man can gun down six Asian women in a sink in within 15 minutes or 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever. And two, um, two non-Asian people in a fit of rage about sex. And y'all say it's not racist. It's, it's sexist or it's religion gone wrong. And my thing is, yo, since when did sexism included like specific a specific race of women? Since when? That man passed up five, six strip clubs on the way. Since when? He was on his way to another state. You know how many strip clubs he was going to pass on the way out? Not that I'm saying they deserve it. I'm just saying if we saying that this is, was purely sexual, then why didn't he stop the strip clubs? This is the most, uh, that's the most obvious, Right. No, he didn't because it was racist. But here it goes. We got it. We have to cover this up because you don't care until you you come into question. Now it matters, right? Okay, well, it was religion. All right, well, cool. Koreans are strong Christians. I got like nine Korean churches. They out here like liquor stores, like black folks. Black folks is heavy Christians. When's the last gun down you've seen from either group? Nah, this is white supremacy. But y'all can't handle that conversation. So we got to change the subject. To do, we have to discuss it in a way that makes you comfortable. Fam, this yeah, is your no. problem. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he, his pandering, I think, in the speech was more about, I understand that we can't survive as a party without taking these problems off the table and not addressing them. I understand that I can't 
help lead this party if this party is going to openly <laughs> talk about the issues that we have as a country and work toward actually solving them as opposed to ignoring them or you know biting around the edges and and, and not really getting to the, the the heart of the matter in any kind of way that actually makes a difference it's like i get it man if if you are a lebron james and you have a track record of winning most people who are at or want to be at your level want to beat you by being a better athlete than you. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. But that's because LeBron is LeBron. If we, if, if the entire time he was in the league, we said, and I know this gets said sometimes about athletes is that they, they're, you know, the refs give them an easy time, let them take an extra mm -hmm. step, whatever the case may be, give them easier calls. That's still not cheating. But if it, but there are also players who get that kind of talk behind their back, but also, you know, that guy's just a better player. Mm -hmm. That woman is just a better athlete. That team is just better than the other organizations. There's a team in this country that has been cheating, has been winning by cheating, by bending the rules. If you make the rules, it's easy to make the rules work for in your favor. And if you've been doing it for hundreds of years, it may well be difficult and understandably sort of nerve-wracking nerve for you to uh, have to contend with that all of a sudden. Well, you know what? I don't care. You had 400 years to realize that it wasn't going to work for 500. Uh... So, so get it together. You know, the, if you don't want to talk about it, it ain't doesn't mean we're going to stop talking about it. And it's not going to get easier for you to keep mm -hmm. doing the same thing. It's it's not you're going to try, you know. Can't can't take anything away from you. You cheated through a great game. Right. But it's not going to last forever, you know. So so do you want to attack LeBron? You know. I tell you what, how about you shut up and only talk about LeBron playing basketball? Because the only right. time you want to talk about him is when he says something about <laughs> about a politician or about a police officer who killed somebody. Speaks up for his people. Right. And he got to be quiet. Right. I, I don't get that, though. But I yeah, get no, it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, no, these black folks got to shut up unless they agree. Right. Right. And everybody else. Like, y'all got to be quiet unless y'all agree. But we don't want to fix no problem because the problem, again, I, I benefit from the problem. The problem helps me. Right. So right. why would I want to fix it? You know? Um, I think it's it's one of those Just don't things. Do, yeah. But don't do that. Like, I get that. Again, I get it. You, you got good at cheating. It's cheating. You got good <laughs> at it. You got real good at it. I get it that it's not in your uh, self-interest to 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 dial that back and to level the playing field. I get that. But don't act like you're being the one attacked. Don't act like all of a sudden affirmative action is holding your children down. Right. You can't you can't do both. You can't say both of those things. You can't believe both of those positions. You can't do it all at once. You're already 
and I'm taking it back to season two. You are already doing way too, too much. much. Well, <laughs> in 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 connection to what you're saying, Tim Scott's argument is you can't fight bigotry with bigotry. He believes, right, that by leveling the playing field, you're taking away from one group, so you're fighting bigotry with bigotry. And I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to figure out where his logic is, right? If one side is on unequal ground and one side is on on positive ground, how would equaling out that ground, right? But he he also has argued that he's he's um, raised quite a bit of money for HBCUs because the, the people understand. I think his quote was, and I'm going to I'm paraphrasing his quote for everybody out there. So please look up the quote yourself. Uh, um, that you know the government and and the red side of the line, GOP side of the line, understands that if you can equal out level out the playing field on education then that's a fair leveling or some something to that case and i'm like look dude if racism was only in the education system then yes but it's every it's in all the systems man it's it's in every it's all throughout fam you you're done it's an infestation so and and what you're saying supports that infestation you're you don't want to fix the problem. A lot of these people feel like because they're doing well financially, there is no more racism. Listen, dude, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Right. You know, that's just yeah. not how it works. You it's, may, you, you around people, in a sense, you're around people who want your money. You know what I'm saying? Now, do 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 yourself a favor and look up when Jay-Z tried to get a, a high rise in, a, <laughs> in an area that wasn't trying to accept. Okay, well, even with money, he met racism. So all of these reasons to excuse a problem that has persisted in America for 400 years, I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Except that it's a problem. And it's been a problem since prior to America's inception. You know, prior to you know, 1776 or whatever. But since 1776... This joint been rolling, bro. We've been rolling in this racism, surviving in it, living in it. It's benefit every every accomplishment in this country. And now all of a sudden we want to pretend like I want to know when Tim Scott think it went away. Like, okay, was it ever racist? And when did it stop being racist? Right. Nineteen sixty-five, maybe. <laughs> Is that when you what? When three years later. Martin Luther King was murdered? When? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. When did when did it happen? I want to know how much money Candace Owens got for writing his speech, though. For real? <laughs> <laughs> We're really believing that Candace Owens can write. I, I still don't. I think she got a ghostwriter. Ah, she's she got this that circular logic, though. She's good at it. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I had a, a person try to argue with me that Candace Owens, you know, is being ignored because she has the right ideas. And I was like, you know, if she had the right ideas. She would speak all year round, but she tends to only speak when when she can be deliberately counter and get attention for it. And that person was like, you know what? You're damn right. And that was it. It was one of the only times in the world I've ever changed somebody's mind on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, actually, you're right. I was like, yeah, I know. Hmm. All right, so we spent your whole episode on racism. So thank you for tuning in to yet another racism episode of Rap Sucks Radio. 
Um, we will. Sucks. <laughs> Racism sucks radio. We um, appreciate each of y'all, each and every one of y'all tuning in. My name is Track Life. That over there, that dude right there, that's your homeboy, Kev Sakota, who survived this entire episode without, well, with only one allergic reaction. <laughs> Allergy one. fan, man. <laughs> um, if you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can do so by going to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you like to catch this on your television, you can go to BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. Uh, it's on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Download the app or channel. Click on that app or channel. We are right there. We got our own section and everything. Rap Sucks Radio on BTSN. We want in. Um, thank you all again. We are out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out.